0: Log Talk Radio. It's already done.
1: It's It's the Pressure Points Unpacked podcast with host Tyra Little. We're live Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This show deals with personal and community issues by getting to the root cause and causes on an open and raw level. We're unpacking emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical topics that influence and often control us. Get ready to unload, examine, and process. Let's get unpacked on Never Handed So Good Sports Media Network, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time.
2: Hello, and welcome to Pressure Points Unpacked, where we are transforming Tuesdays spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. I'm your host, Tyra Little, and my co-host for the month of July is Dr. Sarissa Hugie, Pastor Tracy, and today we have with us health and wellness coach, Anita Norman. And today we're going to dive into trauma's impact on physical health. So let's get unpacked. I want to open up today with talking with Dr. Hugie, Dr. Hughie, if you can kind of um, give us a, a backdrop on, well, you know what, first, before we do that, I am so sorry, I'm going to go ahead and bring in Anita. And Anita, I want you to give us a little background. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Oh Well, first and foremost, I am a wife and a mother to three kids, ages 17, 16, and nine months. Um, I also have two fur babies. Um, I initially started in the Sex for the Body back in 1999, in which I have a degree in business with a minor in psychology, and I also have another degree in health and wellness with several certifications in nutrition and personal training and coaching. Um, In corporate, I am a senior quality analyst for the underwriting medical department And I also own my own business, which is Divine Wellness and Health Coaching, in which I provide personal training, uh, meal plans regarding nutrition, and I also do coaching, and that's for your overall health.
2: Great. That's great. Anita, I'm very happy to have you here with us today, grateful um, that you took time out of your your busy schedule um, to be with us today. So from there, I want to segue... So I want to segue over to um, Dr. Sarissa Hugie. And I want you to explain to us, um, give us a little backdrop on how trauma impacts physical health.
0: Absolutely. Um, I know the past two weeks we've spent a great deal of time talking about the social, emotional, and psychological impact of trauma. So I'm really excited tonight to dive into um, what we call the neurobiology of trauma, um, and we've been talking specifically about racial trauma um, mm-hmm. and in recent research, there's been a, a, a quite a few studies that show um, that based on let me see if I can explain this um, based on systemic oppression, um, there has been changes to DNA. Um, and in gene expression and gene mutation in people of color. Um, and, and just to give you an understanding, typically when people experience trauma or any type of danger, their body exhibits a stress response, fight or flight, which most people are familiar with. And with mm-hmm. fight or flight, of course, your heart rate increases, um, causing more oxygen to go to the rest of your body, Uh your pupils dilate, causing you to be able to see more clearly, um, to be more alert. There's a release of cortisol. Your blood pressure increases. So all of these biological changes happen and designed for you to either fight or flight. Um, individuals who have experienced trauma, though, particularly prolonged trauma, um, as it relates to racial trauma and systemic oppression, you are – generally in a stress response for a long period of time or repeatedly. And so that stress response is only designed to be momentary to get you through a few moments or get you through that dangerous situation. But if you're experiencing that over time, then the increase in that stress hormone, cortisol in your body, and high blood pressure, and all of those things can have catastrophic effects on your organ system. And I remember being in nursing school and being frustrated because 99% of all of the illnesses that we would talk about were more prevalent in communities of color or in African Americans, except for like osteoporosis and um, breast cancer, right? Um, And I would be frustrated by that, but now because this new evidence is coming out, it. Explains why people of color are often predisposed to some of these illnesses.
1: Wow. Hey, hey, can I jump in and just ask and just ask this question, Tara? I know you. uh yes. I know you have a question, but I just because of the way she phrased that, you said you would be frustrated, but because of the new evidence, is that to say that you're less frustrated?
0: Oh, not so you at just all. Have but, more it, understanding. but at least. Exactly. I have more understanding. Um, You know, sometimes if you understand the root cause of something, it doesn't necessarily cause less frustration, but it helps to, because you have an explanation, um, I guess it helps to kind of mitigate some of that frustration in a way, um, because you know that, that there's a reason for this. This is not just because... I'm black. It, it, it's because of systemic oppression and racism and a lot of the traumas that happen in communities of color. So it, once you're able to put a name
2: on it, then it
0: right. helps to make more sense of things.
2: Right. Um, and actually you just cleared back up because I was, I was going to say, you know, sometimes we, um you know, you, you have people that they don't believe well, you know, because of this trauma or that trauma that, it would create all of these issues. Just as you said, you know, you you were talking about that percentile, 99%, but, you know, you were saying only two things, the osteoporosis and breast cancer were the ones that really didn't um, affect, it it didn't affect our community. Well, I I can't say it didn't affect our community as much, but everything else was basically dominated in the African-American community and um, communities of color. And so you just hit it when you said, um when you you know you went a little further and gave an explanation um i want to go to anita so with this and being that you know you you've been doing this for how many years anita
3: ah uh, since 99
2: so since 99 um and i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. over the time period just the way that you assess different things um you know has changed It has evolved so Mm-hmm. at the point of now and kind of seeing how um, we have all of these different issues in the community, we have these different traumas and stuff, How, when, when you're assessing a client, when you have a new client coming in, what are the things that you look at um, prior to so you would know exactly how to, like, set them up on a plan?
3: So specifically uh, when it comes to a client, per se, a meal plan client, a client that needs coaching regarding their nutrition. Um, The initial consult is to see what type of uh, diseases or conditions that they have so that I know the type of medication that they're taking because um, the foods we eat, uh, it pairs certain ways with the medications that we take. Um, Just to give an example, uh, people with cholesterol, high cholesterol, um, there's certain statin medications that does not pair well with something as simple as grapefruit. So in my, my corporate job, this is something that I have the medical terminology background for and knowing these medications because it's something that I see every day due to the life insurance and the health information that people have to provide. And so the medications is something that I definitely look to. Um, and medications in general, for example, if they're a mental health medication, that allows me to know what type of mind frame um, I may have to deal with because You know, getting the mind in shape is extremely important because oftentimes the body will follow, and our mental health plays such Mm -hmm. a huge role in our overall well-being, you know. So just knowing the medications and the diseases or conditions that a person, um, the main thing that I focus on understanding and getting to know about my clients on a more personal level to see if we'll even be a good pair, you know, as to what we can do. That's that's really good.
2: So then um, I know me and you have talked offline um, this week as well, and I know we we were talking about um, how sometimes, you know, like if there's a client that just can't stick to the meal plan, you know that it has to be some other things that's causing it. Mm -hmm. So how, you know, if you can kind of dive into that a little. Um, Because as we know, you know, people want to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? You you, mm-hmm. you have a desire. Mm-hmm. You want to be healthy, but um, there's so many other factors. So if you could kind of explain or
3: open up with that a little. Absolutely. So over the years of doing this, I've gotten to know and understand that I really haven't met anyone that has weight on them um, just because they only just like eating. We all enjoy eating to a certain extent, you know, but we don't all enjoy the effects of eating. And, Too often when we can't control it or when, you know, there's that trauma in our life, there's too often an underlying reason as to why someone has weight and they're struggling to get the weight off or they're struggling to go work out. There's always something underlying um, in my experience with my clients. And so as we talk and we go through our coaching sessions, Um, These are the things that come out. I allow my clients to be as transparent as they need to be with me as to why I transition more into health coaching for our overall wellness versus just being a personal trainer or just being a nutritionist and providing a meal plan. It's much deeper than that. And so that's just what we do. That's a part of my my consult. Um, That's a part of my accountability with my clients, to hold them accountable in every aspect of life that I can, that they're willing to be transparent with me about and share with me. Um, That's just a part of the coaching. We dive deep. And oftentimes I can help. And, of course, I have no degree, full degree in psychology. I don't operate as a psychologist, but I do operate as a coach to help them navigate um, through some of the things that's causing the weight and um, them not being able to properly execute in physical aspect of being healthy.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor um I know when we talk about how um, what produces um, the cortisol, like what what causes. I know that's a part of like the I guess with the fight, the fight or flight, the system, the mechanism mm-hmm. that produces all that. How how if, if if the two of you could kind of how, how does that play into? Because um, I know a lot of times you hear different things about cortisol levels and um, how does how does that play in with um, with your physical health?
0: So so cortisol is produced by the adrenal glands and it's it's a stress hormone and it's basically designed to increase your blood sugar um, <laughs> again so that it that you have more energy. Um, to be able to endure stressful times or get through difficult kind of situations. And so if your cortisol levels are elevated, then your blood sugar is elevated over time. And so there may be a link in terms of, you know, diabetes and cholesterol and, and things of that nature in terms of the long-term health effects. Of having that increased cortisol in your blood. I hope that answers your question.
2: Wow, it did, but it just—it just hit somewhere else now because when you brought up about the diabetes, um, wow. So, man, this is this this is a lot. Um, and I and I'm, and I'm really grateful to have you on and to be able to break these things down and explain it because, um, you know, when you hear about people with diabetes and you're thinking about diabetes, you know, it's normally I know for me I've always thought. You know, it had so much more to do with, with your diet. But in as we're talking and just as how we've been talking over the last this this mm-hmm. last month, it's just really interesting to see that so there's another component that could actually um be causing, you know, the diabetes mm-hmm. or there's something else there. I mean, I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm amazed I'm, I'm at a loss for words because mm-hmm. all of this time mm-hmm. it's like I'm understanding thinking that it's diet based but it's more than that and so right, I can only right. imagine how many other people that's out there that's hearing this right now that's seeing it oh my God. so it's not so much as you know yeah diet does plays a big part in. I'm not trying to excuse that help, help me out here Anita right. I'm not trying to excuse yeah, that yeah. you know yeah, you
0: can't
2: <laughs> <excuse> that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. what I am saying <laughs> it is amazing now to know that the cortisol plays another part in that. I'm just, I'm, I'm floored. I'm
1: mm-hmm. I'm floored. I'm
2: at a loss. Um, Wow. <laughs> um, so how do we, cause just like you said, when you have a person that has had, like you got multiple traumas, you got layers of it. I mean, you're in this, the adrenal system is, is working extra hard. I'm one, I can raise my hand and scream it all day, you know, um, mm-hmm. How do we begin to to shift in turn in, in this?
0: Absolutely. I think taking personal responsibility, um, not only for your mental health, but also for your physical health. Um, mm-hmm. Because obviously there's a, a predisposition, right? Um, but certainly that doesn't mean that we don't have a responsibility um, to do what we need to do to take care of our health. But like you said, it's so much more complex than the diet because oftentimes we would say, well, these were the foods, you know, as slaves, these were the foods that we were given to eat. And so Mm -hmm. as a result of us eating these foods, that's why you see, you know, these illnesses in certain communities. And that's a large part of it, obviously. Um, You know, if we eat a lot of pork and fat and, you know, things of that nature, and and we a lot of our culture of is around food, right, and then even mm-hmm. certain types of food. Um, and, you know, certainly there are uh, those of us that can have unhealthy relationships with food as well. Um right. But it's more complex than that for sure. Um, you know, if you're under a lot of stress, it can be difficult for you to lose weight.
1: Hey, oh. I should jump in right here. Uh, yes. I wanted to say it, it, I find it very interesting. I don't know if you guys um, – you picked up on that, but I find it very interesting that the, the two diseases that were mentioned that were most prevalent in the uh, in our counterparts' community has nothing to do with pressure that affects us as a result of pressure. And even when we talk mm. about diet, that's residual. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you know, staying on, I guess, topic, uh, mm-hmm. the 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 traumatic effect of racial racial trauma, it's like, you know, we talk about diet and getting getting right with diet, but you know, um, Doctor Smith, part of your program is cultivating creating healthy mind spaces, and so mm-hmm. I I personally think that, you know, just like as the writer of Hebrews said, he said let us be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So if, we're, we're, if we are not believing the lie of uh, popular society that we have to have this, that we have to live this way, that we have to live this way, and so we stress ourselves out doing that, and we put ourselves in positions that uh, cause us to be more stressed and, you know, not taking the right approaches to life in general, Mm-hmm. Then, how are we going to, no matter how much we work out, no matter how much we try to uh, resituate things in our lives, if we don't mm-hmm. start there, as a man thinketh in his heart, then so is he. If I think that I have to be this, if I think that I'm not this, I think I have to qualify, I think if I have to skirt around people, then doesn't that add extra stress that we need to address mm-hmm. that first? Yeah,
0: yeah. And that really goes back to even what. Um, Anita was talking about earlier, saying that getting the mind in shape. When, when she sees that a client is not making progress in certain areas, it goes back to the mind. It goes back to their mental well-being. Absolutely, Pastor.
3: Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. So then, Pastor Tracy, um, because I'm, I'm sure. I mean, you, you, you have different counseling sessions and stuff. Um, wow how do you deal with um i mean h- how would you relate from a spiritual component and you know and i i you know i hear you know we're saying we're getting the mind right but what does that conversation look like um from a spiritual component um trying to help somebody what what does what does that look like
1: well yeah so even though this isn't scriptural the principles mm-hmm. are very Biblical and very godly In any given situation And I'm, I'm going to put a plug in here For Sunday's message <laughs> The art of letting go
3: <laughs> that's, mm. that's
1: the topic The art of letting go And so Just putting your life In proper perspective If, if, if he doesn't want you If she doesn't want you Figure out a way to let him go you know, if, if, mm. if these if things are in your life that are causing you undue stress, if you're making bad decisions, like like our sister Anita said earlier, she said, figure out the root of the problem. Is this mm. not because I'm just not feeling well? Well, why aren't you eating? Or why are you eating too much? What is the cause? Get rid of that. Mm. So it, it, it is it is counterproductive. We all know this. It, it, it's the proverbial asking your kids to clean the room or sweep the floor and they sweep it under the rug or they put mm. the clothes under the bed. <laughs> You're still not solving the problem. You're just moving the problem. Yeah. You know, we have to eliminate the problem. Totally. We have to create, and, and I'm not, I'm not uh, teaching her, uh, uh, her text, but, you know, we have to create and cultivate healthy mind spaces. What do I want in my life? What do I need in my life? How do I get those things in my life? And how do I maintain them in my life? All of us that have relatively healthy lives and, and healthy, at least to what we consider, mindsets, there are things that we had to get rid of. There are things mm-hmm. that we had to incorporate And just like your car, the thing that we mess up, we maintain everything else in our lives, but us. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We maintain our cars. (laughs) We call the handyman for the house, (laughs) but we don't want to fix our (laughs) mind. We think counseling is bad, you know, all that kind of crazy stuff that we need. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah. That's pretty much my approach. We figure out what the problem is and and how do we arrive at the solution. And we can't give people the answer. They have to arrive at their own solution because it has to be applicable Mm -hmm. to their contact. That's
3: good.
2: That's good. I mean, and you're right, you know, because we can can give advice and make suggestions, but ultimately – ultimately the the decision is is you i mean it's it's in it's definitely in your court it's in your hands um but then there are sometimes that there are other life situations that are out of your control um there's grief there's things that that's out of your control um initially the, you and know let, the, the me, impact.
1: let me let me interrupt you let me interrupt okay. you just for a minute and i don't know if I said it or not i i started heading down the road, but i stopped. The, the 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 concept is not scriptural but it's very biblical based. And that is the prayer serenity, exactly the road that you're going down right now. There are things that mm-hmm. happen we can't do anything about. So what do we uh-huh. do about those? Nothing. We accept them. Yeah. We embrace them. Sorrow and joy come together. They're not mutually exclusive. Right.
2: And they're not I mean in and, and, and I know what you know what you're saying, I mean, is sound and I mean, it's the truth, but then we also have to deal with the human aspect. It takes getting to that point in your mind to be able to do that. I mean, you know, we can say it and we can shout it for the rooftop, but when the person is actually in that situation, going through, through those things, um, and this is the other reason why I always I always talk about it. You know, we, we have to, this is why we have a mental health person on 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 the platform, every week as well as um a clergy member because all of these are the parts of the are the parts of counseling that is needed um and i just i just hate that there's this unspoken taboo around our community to where you know you feel like well if you go to counseling then you're not trusting god i just i, I don't know where all that is coming from or that you don't need it i mean we, we really, if we tar, want to be tar, better, tar, go tar, ahead. You know,
1: it, it, comes from, it comes from proper teaching in the beginning. See, we can't wait until a crisis arrives and then try to put a fire out. It's too late. You're in the house and the house is on fire. So if, if we are preparing our community properly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, you look at some communities, when somebody dies two days, the insurance company right now J You know, the the funeral is thirty minutes. We'll hold a body for a month until Aunt Rudy can get off work. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not I'm not trivializing <sighs> our culture. What right. I am saying is oh, boy. we have to accept things for what they are. We can't make them be mm-hmm. something else. So part of that is properly Teaching our communities from the get-go, continually. Look, death is a part of life. People, right. I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to talk about Mama dying. I do Well, why not? She is right. going to die. I am going exactly. to die. You are going to die. Mm-hmm. But when when the crisis comes, then why? Well, I didn't think she was going to go like this. Well, where was? She? I, I'm just saying. <laughs> that Right. I no, I mean you're you're hitting it on. The,
2: you're, you're actually hitting it head on. I mean, yeah, it, it is inevitable. It is going to happen. Um, and so this is what, that's why I was going. So you hit right into what you were saying about the proper training. Um, and it's just, it is, it's something that has to be taught over and over, but you know, um, it's a lot of unworking to be done. <laughs> I mean, because that mm-hmm. has been something that is so saturated in the community, you know, um, we just we we definitely have to we definitely have to get that get that word out, i mean
1: um
0: mhm, yeah, yeah, I uh, think just... about i i I think it's a paradigm shift, tyra um because I think about you know the Bible says that um he's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness,
1: mm-hmm. and um
0: before we had certain resources, you know the church was the answer for everything you know the pastor was right. the counselor the I mean, all of these things and all of these roles um, that he was required to fulfill because there were no resources. Um, And so it's just that shift in mindset now that there are additional resources that are available that God has given us because it pertains to our life. Um, You know, just shifting our mindset to be able to embrace those resources for sure. Um, Because I prescribe mental health medications, you know, a lot of, um, my conversation oftentimes with people of color is is just the barrier of the fact that I'm having to take this medicine, um, you know, and just embracing that as a tool, a gift that is not a cure. You still got to do the work, but it is a gift or tool that God has given us or given you to get through this difficult time.
2: Right. Um, and it goes back to whatever you do, you have to do it in faith. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, to tell right. people, no one is telling you not to take the medicine. You know, when you take the medicine, do it in faith. When you go to counseling, do it in faith, you know? Um, but you definitely, right. the solution is definitely not don't do anything, <laughs> you know? I mean, because mm-hmm. that's definitely going to, is definitely going to be very detrimental, you know? Definitely. Um, right here is a good time to take a break. So again, this is Pressure Points Unpacked. If anyone wants to call in, please do. If you have anything that you want to add to the discussion or if you have a question for anyone that's on the panel, please call in. The number to call in is 914-205-5361. This is Pressure Points Unpacked. I'm your host, Tyra Little, and we're going to take a quick commercial break.
1: Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life.
2: Which is why Dove Body Wash renews your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly
0: softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash.
2: And welcome back. This is Pressure Points Unpacked. And I'm your host, Tyra Little. And today we have with us health and wellness coach, Anita Norman. We have Dr. Sarissa Hugie and Pastor Tracy. And we're discussing trauma's impact on physical health. So, um, wow, we, we've definitely um, hit on a lot in talking here. Um, and just discussing um kind of circling back just a little, just discussing how um just the racial trauma, the things that happen in our lives that how it actually affects our physical health um Dr. Hugie, I know you mentioned on that the stress and that strain, how it um it actually strains our different organs um can you share a little, expound a little on that for you know someone who I mean well? there's a whole bunch of us that don't really know that because I'm I'm still shocked at the fact of um from the diabetes and, and the cortisol. I'm 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 still
3: shocked at that. So, sure,
0: sure. Um, so you know, just to give you an example, since you mentioned diabetes, well, diabetes is the number one cause of kidney failure. Second, the second cause is hypertension. Um, and So we see a lot of kidney disease and dialysis um, in our communities. Um, of course, we see a lot of high blood pressure. Um, a cortisol is also a part of our immune response in terms of keeping um, inflammation down in our body. So we see mm-hmm. a lot of autoimmune conditions. Um, and we're just talking about cortisol. There's other, you know, things that are affected. But um, just to give you an idea of how those things can affect our health long term. Um, and last week, you remember, we talked about how childhood trauma is the single predictor for not only mental illness but also physical illness. And so we've been talking a lot about the brain effects, but just understanding oftentimes if, I don't know if you've experienced this before, if you go through a really stressful time,
3: mm-hmm. um, it
0: breaks down your immune system and then right after that you get sick. You get a real bad cold. Right. I know I personally experienced that. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, it could break help it can break down your immune system. I mean, there's so many things now, um, so much research that's linking a lot of these illnesses to um, the biological
2: effects of trauma. Wow! And so you just hit me with another one. You know, because we often talk about we hear about it. and I know even with um, you, Anita with um inflammation causing foods but now i i mean i have to relook at all of that i mean you know mm-hmm. here it is with the with the cortisol again so i mean and, and it's so gosh this is just really it's hitting home because i can think of my own self you know and how um you know inflammation you know when you go and do the the foot detox and mm-hmm. by the color of what the water changes you can tell what's going on in your body deal with the inflammation a lot but had no idea all of that is related to um the cortical to, to the adrenal system just so i i can only imagine and i know the last time that i went um to have um acupuncture um that was one of the things that the lady you know when she looked at she was like man your adrenal system is just it's it's out of whack So now Mm -hmm. with even understanding what you're saying about the inflammation and stuff, man, this is, wow. I mean, I I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of lost in either now, especially with thinking about meal plans. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, help me out Mm -hmm. here. I'm just, oh my gosh.
3: You know, if I can kind of go back and piggyback off of um, what Dr. Hudi said, you know, although all these things are happening within our community, unfortunately it's not being discussed. You know, you see these people on a regular and you have no idea of what's going on. People aren't always as open to being transparent, you know. And I think oftentimes if we share the experience, the adversity that we go through, um, it's helpful as well. And this is what I do when I, you know, discuss things with my clients. I'm very transparent about my experiences in life, and the reason why I've taken on being in this position as a coach is because I have my own adversity and experiences that I can share. For example, if I'm being transparent now, um, when I was 16 years old, I had a, a traumatic car accident. At the time, it didn't affect me, but as I get a little more chore in my age, it affects me to where I'm so used to being able to work out the way I love. But because of my limitations from some of the injuries that I experienced, I'm no longer able to perform like this. And this is my job. I am my own brand, you know. So we have to be transparent and talk about this. So I appreciate you having this platform for this to be discussed because it's necessary. And unfortunately, it's within our own community that we don't discuss this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just very unfortunate.
1: Wow. Wow. Let me me ask something, because I wanted to to ask, uh, Mm -hmm. I guess, for Anita and Dr. Higi to, I guess, collaborate on this answer. So if we are talking about uh, the effects of um, racial trauma on our physicality, then what, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Or, you know, if, if we were to uh, synchronize mind, body, and spirit, or mind, body, and soul, however you want to put it, then what what would be the proper order of that? And, and how do we mitigate that uh, relative to the, the stresses that we have to experience continually? Okay, say for Anita, she's dealing mm-hmm. with a, a client that, that's doing well, for a period of time, and, you know, they're getting in shape, you know, everything's going well, and then they experience some, let's just say, uh, outright aggression or some microaggressions that cause them to relapse, per se. Okay.
3: What, what's, the, what's the angle to that? All right. So I'll start first. With trauma being uh, an emotional response to a terrible event in our life, and our emotions being our state of mind. I recently had a client who everything was going well, working out great, losing weight, and then I I noticed the communication wasn't there. And if I'm being transparent with my face, my spirit fell something off. So I reached Mm -hmm. out, and I I did try to get a little more personal with her. And once I did, I realized it was from a traumatic experience um, that she had. And, And I won't discuss it, but... Through her workout sessions, we used breaks to discuss that experience and talk through it um, and talk through controlling the controllables. And throughout the experience, what she could control was her physical aspect in which, you know, it's kind of a cycle. If we control our mind, we control our physical. If we control our physical, we control our mind. Mm -hmm. And so through that coping, she was able to uh, reel herself in and deal with the trauma that she had, you know, from years ago that kind of reared its head again. It all kind of goes hand in hand because, like you said, it can start off with doing well and then something will come up from our past. And it's a traumatic experience that we had. And then we, uh, I don't want to say relapse, but for lack of better terms, that's what we do. And then it's almost Mm -hmm. like we are in a, a cycle of having to start over. So somewhere we have to break that cycle. And Mm -hmm. this is what I try to do and help navigate my clients through breaking cycles uh, and just going through the process and talking and holding themselves accountable along with myself holding them accountable through discussing this, through talking it through. And also, like Dr. Huger said, it's okay to have medications for these things and just understanding how do we hold ourselves accountable? What do we need to get ourselves where we need to be, regardless of what that is or mm-hmm. what it makes like, us, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely.
0: Um, you know, similarly, I was going to say it really takes a, a comprehensive approach, and sometimes you don't know what came first. Um, you know, the chicken or the no. egg, but oftentimes it is the chicken—the traumatic experience, the emotional, the the mindset, the mental breakdown. Um, that may occur that causes people to to relapse, right? Um, so, mm-hmm. it, of course, for me, because I'm a mental health professional, then I would say, of course, address the mental aspects first, because we know that that affects every aspect of our entire lives. Um, you know, so I would say definitely the, the mental aspect, um, because that's the most comprehensive. But mm-hmm. because there's so many layers oftentimes to trauma, in order for people to feel like they're making some kind of progress, you have to address some physical or something tangible that they can make a change. Um, You know, for example, oftentimes when people are depressed, they don't want to get out of bed and they don't want to do anything. Right. But because you're depressed, you don't want to get out of bed or do anything. And then the more you don't get out of bed and the more you don't do anything, then you're more depressed. Right. Right. Um, And so in order to break that Mm -hmm. cycle, Um, What I tell people is, like, part of it is going to be the medicine, right? It's going to help you feel a little bit Mm -hmm. better, but the other part of it is that you're going to have to make yourself do the very thing that you don't want to do. And baby steps. So you haven't left the house in two weeks, which happens. Um, Maybe you can sit on your porch for 20 or 30 minutes, right? Then maybe Mm -hmm. you can walk down the street. Um, And so depending on the person, whatever goal might be tangible that's physical, Um, that's realistic for them can help to kind of break up that cycle. They feel um, more of a sense of control. They feel like they have more self-efficacy and you're doing that simultaneously while they might be taking their medication, while they might be going um, to counseling, while they might be having (laughs) tough conversations with family members or removing certain relationships out of their lives that affect, um, you know, their mental well-being. So it's a it's a comprehensive approach, but I would say whatever step is the easiest is the step that should be taken first.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: then what do we say? What do we, what do we say? And, I'm, you know, I, and it's a good thing that that uh, everyone on the call are believers. So but what do we say to uh, the uh, age-old answer, well, just pray about it? <laughs> hmm
0: Faith without works is what D E D
3: D. Yeah,
1: right Yeah. Y'all laughing at somebody said it. Y'all laughing because y'all know it's true. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: I mean it is.
3: I I mean, I mean it is. That's
2: that's what has us in the state that we're in right now that is <laughs> mm-hmm. that that, that, that is a huge part of job it. Right, you in no Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Because Correct. <laughs> the job show ain't gonna just walk up to you. Well, in some instances, mm-hmm. okay, somebody may know somebody and you know, but no, you you have to put the action for so now
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, I wanna share something that actually happened to me. Um and the first time it happened, it, like, it really scared me. And the second time, um, it has really stumped me. And I have to make a conscious effort myself to get my myself back on my Peloton. So I, I had to do some research to find out because I was spinning one time, and I just broke, burst out into tears and not understanding. It was like I could feel it happening, but I, it made me feel like I was, I'm like, oh my God, what what in the world is this? What, what is happening? Um, and I'm pretty sure that there's other people out there that has actually experienced where um, you're working out and then all of a sudden you're, you're crying. Um, and I started doing some research to find out that um, it's more common than not. Um, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's probably something that you're very familiar with um dr hugegie um you know of of hearing or what, i mean just in your in your studies um if you can kind of explain like what causes that because I know it has to do with with the emotional the the trauma um but if you you know can kind of elaborate on that and as well Anita, if you you know have experienced that or had that happen with the client
3: mhm, Dr. Hugie, I' with you. You You want me to go
0: first? Oh, sure, sure. Um, You know, God is so strategic and so awesome Mm -hmm. um, that he has literally given us a pressure release valve when we're talking about pressure points on pack, right? I mean, it's it's Mm. awesome. So they're actually chemicals, and I can't remember exactly, but they're chemicals in our tears. Um, There's a release that happens. Um, You know, healing properties in our tears, that cause us to release certain hormones that impact our brain. And we also know that exercise, right, um, there's Mm -hmm. a release of endorphins to help Mm -hmm. um, improve our mental clarity, improve our thought processes, um, give us a feeling of, you know, respect for ourselves, improves our Mm self-esteem. And so, you know, quite honestly, it it sounds like a release um, that needed to take place um, because Mm -hmm. of, the endorphins and the the mixture of chemicals that was going on while you were working out. Um, And so, you know, oftentimes we try to not cry or we try to hold our tears in, Mm -hmm. but that was literally God's way to give us a release when there's so much pressure that's built up on the inside. That's why it's not okay to suppress our emotions. That's another conversation Mm -hmm. for another day. Um, Because Mm -hmm. we have a pressure release valve and it can be, catastrophic you holding all of this bitterness in and um you know all of these things that have happened you're holding it all in and it's li- mm-hmm. literally wreaking havoc on your physical body so yeah that's just mm-hmm. that was the pressure release valve that's wow. good that i mean that's yeah. awesome and, um, that's awesome
2: mm-hmm. go ahead
3: go ahead, Anita. If, if I can piggyback, that is definitely awesome, and I love the way you put that as a pressure-release valve that mm-hmm. God strategically gives us because he is just that intentional, and he is yes. just that strategic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, rather we release it due to a happy emotion or due to mm-hmm. one that's traumatic, we can't release. I've been there myself at a gym where the tears just started flowing. And initially it started off from something traumatic and emotional, but that release I felt so good, and I just worked through mm-hmm. it. And the more I worked out, the more the tears mm-hmm. flowed. And, you know, you think, to yourself, I probably look crazy in here because I'm sitting here crying, but the release is so necessary and it's such a great feeling because of what it allows your body to release, you know, in your mind and just throughout your body overall. It's necessary. I've had clients who broke down this way when we were in training sessions, and to be honest, I gave them that moment. You know, I allowed them to right. have that moment because I understood the process of releasing, and it's necessary. Right, right,
2: right. You know, and I know that's something that you know, that happens sometimes too, just with touch in um in massage therapy. Um, and so you step away and give the person that moment. But I didn't really um, wow. I didn't think of it as being a um, a release valve. That that is that's powerful, man. God is just so awesome. Mm-hmm. That is. Um, that's powerful, and I'm, I'm I'm really glad that I that I mentioned that um, because that is the point where it has had me struggling to where I have to be honest. I was I was very fearful about getting back on the doggone Peloton because I'm like, oh my God! I mean, I I literally lost it. I'm like, if anyone was riding down the street, they probably thought somebody was murdering me in this house, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but. You know, when I think about just the different things that on my plate that I've dealt with, and I, hey, it make it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense.
1: Um But wow. you know something, you know, you know something. Um, we we all want to be comforted, and I know for me, there are times when when I am under so much pressure. Mm-hmm. And I just think to myself, man, if I could just get a good cry, and I'll be all right. Mm. If, if I could just let something go, and I think about everything, and I try to just, I just, I just need me to cry, and everything will be all right. But see, Bye. we, we want to be comforted. Listen to this. Uh, every everyone under the sound of my voice, the, the listeners, everybody, we want to be comforted, but we don't want to cry. <clears throat> <clears throat> My God, Jesus said, "Blessed are they that mourn." Why? Mm. Anybody For know they the that? Yeah. Why? That's why good. do I have to comfort you? And I That's don't see good. your sorrow. Mm. Why do I have to comfort you? And you don't tell me what's wrong? Mm. Mm-hmm. We That's gonna good.
2: good. You better come, come, come on, Pastor Yuji Right, <laughs> you
0: better come good. home. We,
1: we, we think stuff like that is deep, but it's it's, it's just basic. We've all heard it before, but it's just mm-hmm. the con- is proper context. That's what I'm talking about about accurate teaching. We, we wanna we wanna be comforted, but nah, um, girlfriend, everything okay? Yeah, they're everything. I'm just going through a little something right now. <laughs> I ain't gonna cry, but you know, I, I ain't we I ain't gonna cry. Okay, well. Well, let me know when uh, when you want to get together. Okay,
0: <laughs> what, what
1: words of comfort do I give to that? <laughs> what <you> about? <laughs> Y'all laughing. <laughs> 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 just basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. that's good. But, you know, I really like I really like what Anita said when she said, "I I I teach them to control the controllable." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> that's all you can do. Yeah. yeah, that's all you can do. Control what you can control, and 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 just live through the rest, and let God deal with the rest of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Man. <laughs> Woo! There was a saying. It okay. says, "Life." life, it wouldn't be so difficult if it wasn't so daily, but you know what? I don't think that it's always that it's difficult, but it is, it's it's learning how to navigate through it because life for sure is daily. (laughs) It's daily. Um, and we are definitely going to be faced with a lot of different things. Um, man, I love it. The conversation has been great. Um, I know, um, I've been opened up to some things that i mean i'm I'm still mind still blown away about what all with the cortisol um we're coming up on the hour, and I want to give um everyone an opportunity to tell where you can find them as well as give some last words of wisdom so I'm gonna start with you, Anita, my sister
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you got any any words of wisdom and please let them know where they can find you, because I know that you, you do online coaching as well. Um, and so let let them know how they can find
3: you. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, Tara, I want to absolutely thank you for allowing me to be a part of this conversation. Um, it has been enlightening for myself as well. So I appreciate it from you pastor and, and first lady, I appreciate it, um, to the utmost, um, if I can give anything, I'll leave with, like I said, control the controllables and give the rest to God. He is that strategic, going back to that word. That, that's one of my favorite words. He's very strategic and intentional, mm-hmm. and we have to hold ourselves accountable. Um, mm-hmm. You can find me at my website, com, where I do uh, meal plans and I do health coaching. Um I also am on social media, but uh, that's not the best place to find me. Go to my website, and I I respond rather quickly to that. Okay, okay. Great, great,
2: great. Dr. Huger.
0: Yes, yes, (laughs) Kyra. This has been phenomenal. I have thoroughly Mm -hmm. enjoyed, um, Anita, your presence and your spirit is so peaceful and so beautiful Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm so glad that you were able to join us tonight. I hope we can connect more in the future. Um, But if you'd like to be in contact with me, um, my social media is Mindspace Mental Health Education and Consulting, and that's Mindspace SC both on Facebook and on Instagram. And um, you can reach out to me there. Um, What else? That's it. That's it. That's it. It's, it's just been a, a pleasure um, being. Oh, you said final words of wisdom. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's the other part. Um, so, I, I uh, one of the terms that I talk about often is emotional vulnerability, um, and and that is being present and accepting the gift of the moment, whatever emotional state that might bring, whether it's sadness or grief or whatever. Oftentimes, when I am Um, In the first session with patients, oftentimes they're saying, hey, I I shouldn't feel like this. I should be over this by now. This shouldn't Mm -hmm. be that. And we always want to be somewhere where we're not, right? We always want to be further ahead than we are. Um, But the question that I ask them is, if you were talking to someone who experienced the exact same thing that you experienced, how would you respond? And almost always that person would respond in a way that is compassionate. And so um, my challenge for everyone today is to be emotionally vulnerable, but also to view yourselves from a lens of compassion. Mm. And lean into the pain, lean into the joy. It is all a part of the beautiful journey and the complexity of our human experience. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Pastor Tracy, what you got for us, sir?
1: Hey. So what? I, what I wanted to say was, um, uh, it, it is good to reconnect with our sister Anita, She has always been a wonderful, wonderful presence in in every arena that I've experienced her in. Uh, great knowledge, and what I would say to uh, those who are listening is that get your life in order. And what I mean by that is start prioritizing you. Mm. Start creating and cultivating healthy mind spaces for yourself. Stop trying to fix everybody else. You know, uh, mm. and for those of you who are are in the – and I'm plugging Anita – um in the Columbia area or, or the areas that she serves. I don't know if she does website, um, uh, what do you she call did. it? Uh, she does online. Work yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, like Sersa said, start where you can start. Start anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just start. Just start reading a book. Start going to a seminar. Start working out. Start, you know, reading your Bible regularly. Go to a Bible study or attend church regularly. You talk to God more. You know, reach mm-hmm. out to Tyra. I mean, she has a, a a wealth of knowledge, and you know, if you if you uh, in any way you can reach me at Grace Place Ministries on Facebook or mygpm.org dot uh, org through email. But I I just say we have to we have to learn how to connect the pieces that God gave us. That's our mind, mm-hmm. our body, and our soul. Mm-hmm. You know, he the the I'm gonna say this last thing. He said, I would that you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So it can't mm-hmm. just all be about the soul and then everything else is jacked up. Right. Thank you for having us though. God bless you, Hey Amen.
2: Hey, I'm just grateful that God birthed the vision through me. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just grateful um to be a part of of, of this conduit to, to just to um to help me get this information out because this is needed um you know as i say um you know the basis of pressure points unpacked came from my own traumatic experience um one of the worst things that could have ever happened to me of losing my son and you know when the lord told me i had been quiet too long now you know i had to say okay god i will no longer be silent You know, and so how do we begin to heal a community? We got to heal the people in the community. And so we have to do it from a place of a whole person's perspective, you know, and we have to break this thing down spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically. This is the way that we do it, but we have to be honest with ourselves. There's a lot of um, uncomfortable things that need to be discussed in our community, and this is the platform for it. We're going to do it, you know. And um, as long as God has passed me with us, I will be here to do just that. Um, And so I want to say join in again, you guys, um, next week. As you know, we're always live here every Tuesday at 6 o'clock. This has been an awesome month because, as Dr. Hughie um, explained to me, I mean, I, I was so totally unaware that this is Minority Mental Health Month. Um, and so we've unpacked a lot of things this month. But next week, and it just seems, man, it seems so. It, the time just went by fast with the huge but um, mm-hmm. it, it went by super fast. But I have enjoyed every every week. Um, so join us back next week. We're going to talk about racial reconciliation and post traumatic growth. Um, again, you can reach out to Pressure Points unpacked. Uh, We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Um, You know, if there's a topic that you want, maybe that you want us to discuss, reach out to me, you know. Um, Hit me up on social media. If you want to call in, please do that at 914-205-5361. And um, it's been awesome, but our time is up. And um, thank you all for tuning in and look forward to seeing you all again next week. It's already